We're going to deal with this. So as we are talking now, I want all of you, please, I'm taking my time to teach you. So listen to this. By the end of today, you will live here a different person, a totally different person in the name of yeah. Jesus Christ. Now, as I am speaking now, I want you to start thinking. Yeah. Just look at yourself. Yeah. Take your mind back to your family, okay? Yes. And look at why your life is like this. Now, when a mango is on top of the tree and the mango is falling, it doesn't fall away from the tree, okay? The mango falls close to the tree. Yes. This means that whatever tree you are under, if you fall, you fall under it. If you're on top of the family tree and you fall, you fall under it. Now, if you see that in your family, maybe some businessmen and women rose and they started falling. When you start a business, begin to deal with the falling parts. I'm not talking to somebody here. You say, I cannot be like them. I will not be like that. Words are spirit. There will be a time where it will look like you are going down, but your words will carry you up once again. Am I talking to somebody here? Now, we get to go into the Bible. We're going to take our time. We're teaching today. Just open your heart and spirit. I love Jesus. And something amazing is about to happen. In Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 29. We're talking about written codes. I read, Oh, Ed. 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 Hear the word of the Lord. That says the Lord writes this man down as childless, a man who shall not prosper in his days, for none of his descendants shall prosper sitting on the throne of David and ruling anymore in Judah. Hey. Hallelujah. Now, this is a prophet speaking to the act. Somebody say act. And speaking to the act that the act must write down a story about somebody. That as long as those people and that family lives on earth, Number one, they has to be childless. Number two, they always have to be less prosperous and never prosper. Number three, they will never climb a throne to rule. And even if they rule, they will not prosper. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. This is deep. Are you aware that in your family there is a written word on the earth against or for you. Everybody has this story. In everybody's life there is what is called DNA, right? Now spiritually the DNA has the positive and the negative side. So the negative DNA is the written words about your family. That is supposed to bring you down or never succeed or never be uplifted. Mm. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. It doesn't matter whether you are a man of God, you are a prophet, 
or archbishop or angel of God, whatever you are, as long as you are on the act, there is something negative written about you. Are you aware that you can do all sorts of good things, but no one will see you? But the only thing they will see is the bad side. That is a curse. You have to deal with it. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, for the past two months, I stayed focused on something, prayer. As Mama was saying that this man is a man of prayer. I prayed non-stop. Every night I gave myself 32 days. Every night I start from 9 p.m. or 10, according to if I don't have a radio show. I pray till 6 a.m. Continuously. In the middle, if I get tired, maybe I have to if I'm inspired to call somebody for prayer or to send a message or send a voice note, I do it. I pause and I do it and I continue. Hallelujah. Now, throughout the prayer, I came to realize that there was a night where an angel walked to me and he said, what do you want? I said, I told him what I want because I don't want to tell you. And then the angel said, not too many words, but you need to talk to God. Hello? So prayer is a communication between man and God. Hello? So sometimes before you pray, write down the things you don't like and the things you like. Hello? And then begin to direct those things to God. Say, listen, Baba, in my family, I have noticed that one, two, three, four exists. I don't want to be part of that. In fact, take me out now. I mean, now. And if you are praying and you are just praying amiss, you are just speaking, you're wasting your time. Speak something to God. At a point, pause. Stop concentrating on yourself. Start calling maybe prudence and just pray for her, not on the phone. Call her name and pray for her. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. For the past two or three years, every Thursday, I'm not sure if I told my mom, every Thursday I pray for her. Every Thursday I do it. It's a culture, it's something that I do. Even if I forget, I will remember by before the end of the day. Am I talking to somebody here? As you are doing that, God is looking at your sacrifice. God does not check how many words you say, okay? He is checking your dedication and what exactly are you saying? God bless me, bless me. God will say, what do you want? Bless me, bless me, bless you with what? Bless me, bless me. You must say what you want. Am I talking to somebody here? So, in this scripture we read, the Bible said that right upon this person, that he has to be childless. So there is something that has been written about you that is negative. About your life, about your church, about your business. Somebody has written something. It may look like it is just uh, uh, a talk, but words are spirit. If it doesn't affect you, it may affect somebody around you. Am I talking to somebody here? So here is how to deal with it. We're going to go to the confirmation of this prophecy, okay? The confirmation of this prophecy is still in Jeremiah. Now, let's go to Jeremiah chapter 35. Remember, you must remember that the curse, how the curse was said, right? Now, let's come to Jeremiah chapter 35 from verse 6. 
Agreed. But they said, let me read from verse 5 so you can understand. Then I set before the sons of the house of the Rechabites bowls full of wine and cups. And I said to them, drink the wine. Verse 6. But they said, I will not, we will not drink no wine. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, saying, You shall drink no wine. You nor your sons forever. Verse 7. You shall not build a house or sow a seed or plant a vineyard nor have any of these but all your days you shall dwell in tent you must dwell in tent that you may live in many days in the land where you are sojourners where you are strangers verse 8 so we have obeyed the voice of our father Jonadab and the sons of Rechab our father in all that he charged us to drink no wine all our days. We, our wives and sons, or our daughters, not to build ourselves houses to dwell in, nor do we have vineyard, field, or seed, but we have dwelt in tents and have obeyed and done according to all that John the Father commanded us. Hallelujah. Somebody say, hmm. Okay, so the first verse we read was the curse that was written on the earth against a certain group of people. You heard that? It's not far. Genesis, uh, Jeremiah 22 is not far from 35, right? So you can study in between, you understand. You get the definition of what I mean. Now, before this curse came on them in 22, they were very successful people. Hello? But after the curse, their mindset changed. So how do you survive a curse? Change your mindset to the positive. Now, their mindset began to go in the negative. They said, we will not build houses. So we are, we are already cursed and they have accepted it alone. So in this family, you cannot buy a house. In this family, even if you rise, you must fall. But I reject every curse of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, I reject it in Jesus' name. I said, I reject it in Jesus' name. Now, listen, this family have agreed that in this house, no one must succeed. You cannot. One thing that I've learned about Mama, she's not an emotional being, like she doesn't follow emotions. To be a leader is the most difficult thing. Sometimes when I see uh, leaders like pastors, I pity the word that is because many people do you do not know what they go through. Hello? Before the day will end, the type of stories you hear in your ears, you will get confused if you are not careful. Are you here? Now, if you are here and you don't know what you want, that is when you talk about people. 
A person that knows what they want in the book of Matthew chapter 7, he said, the same measure you measure for your sister, that is how God measures for you. Are you here? So instead of measuring a negative thing for your sister, why don't you measure the positive so you also get a positive part? Are you here? Now, this group of people have agreed to the negative and they were leaving it. There is a law, a satanic law that has been written and it has been approved by you and everybody in the family. That is why your life is like that. If there is something that you don't have but you want and it's not coming and there's no sign that it's coming, number one, change your mindset about your life. Okay? Begin to speak positive things about yourself. I shall not die. But I will live, I will prosper. In the name of Jesus, I'm a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. I'm talking to somebody here. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. So begin to make declarations. Become your own prophet. Don't wait for Jeremiah to prophesy. Every Christian that has repented, that has accepted Christ, is a prophet. Prophecy is not saying your name or your account number. Prophecy is speaking good about yourself. Saying that, look at me, I am more handsome and prosperous. I am richer than before. Hello? Amen. Come on, are you here? Amen. Now, something happened to me a couple of months ago, I think four or five months ago. Let me give you my testimony. One day, I was driving to Friday to go and preach. The car that I was driving, the BMW hit a pothole, okay? And then, that's it. When they fix, the moment they finish fixing, the first time they fix it, they say they will charge 70 something thousand. They, we must change the whole setting. As soon as they finish, another problem will start. Hello? Still there at the garage until I decided, hey, let me just leave this thing before it kills me. Hallelujah. So I was walking. I didn't have a car. Someone called me and gave me a car. A message. He said, Prophet, God said I must give you. Hello? And then, after about two weeks or three weeks, the husband said, why did you give the prophet a car? Are you here? Amen. So, she called me and said, hey, Prophet, this thing is destroying my marriage. So me too, I don't want to destroy somebody's marriage. So I have to send back the car. Come on, are you here? Amen. Two people gave me cars. They took it back. Now, I just realized that God is telling me something. You know, you know. sometimes you are a prophet, but you don't think fast when it comes to yourself, right? Yes. So I didn't realize it quickly. So God is telling me that, Sam, stay at home. I want to teach you something. That was before the lockdown, okay? So by the grace of God, I didn't need a car because there was lockdown. <laughs> So I just use the Lord as the excuse to stay in the house. Come on, are you here? Amen. Now, that person who got who gave me the medicine said Mercedes and took it. Are you here? Amen. The first day the husband drove the car, the car caught fire and burnt to ashes. Thank God the man did not die. Hello? Amen. So maybe I was not going to die in that car. Mm-hmm. Are you here? Amen. Hmm. So I prayed, I thank God, I celebrated that God, you saved me. 
So during my prayer, I shut down my phone for three weeks. I wasn't talking to anybody. If I want to call you, I just put on the phone, call you. After five seconds, I put it off. Hello? I prayed. Now, in that premises where I'm staying, there is a white man. He said, he came to me and said, Pastor, I've been hearing you praying every day. Me too, I'm a Christian. You know, you hardly see white people say they are Christians, right? But my father is very sick and he has cancer. And he's dying. And this COVID is worsening the case. Are you here? Amen. So I said, where is he? He said, he's in Devon at the hospital. I said, let's go. He put me in his car. We went there. I said, get me a glass of water. He's in the ICU stage four, where they said he's gone. Like the cancer has spread, he's going to die. Are you here? Amen. So I said, get me a glass of water. I prayed. The man cannot drink water because there's so many things on him. All right? So I prayed. And then I rubbed the feet with the water. Okay? And then I also came make a, because I didn't have any olive oil or something. So I made a cross on his forehead. Three days after we left, he was discharged from the hospital, cancer free. I was shocked when they called me. The man, not knowing he's the one that do the, uh, he sell cars on auction, right? He has the auction site in all over the country. Hello? He said, come. So we went there. He said, who are you? Then I have to explain myself to him. Who am I? Because he, that man, was not a Christian. His son was a Christian. Hello? Amen. So he said, What did you do to me? What powers did you use? Hello? Amen. I said, It's the power of God. Amen. He said, Okay, so what can I do for you? What do you lack right now? So I was very confused. I said, No, the only thing I don't have is that I don't have a car. Oh, a car? Okay. Come and see me on Thursday. Hello? Come on, come on, come on, clap your hands for Jesus. So I went there on Thursday. He said, This is auction. This is my own cast that I'm, I'm auctioning for the bank, okay? But I have I've paid for them. Do you understand? Now listen. He said, This side is the side that has the nice cast. But the, the, you know, when you buy a car on auction, they, they always have something small you have to fix. You understand? But this one's this side. The things you have to fix very small. So take any of them. These are 2019, 2018 models. So these are new ones, okay? Take any of them. So I was walking, I was walking. I pointed an Audi A6. I said, ah, is it just an Audi one? He said, no, don't you like anything like a BM? I said, okay, let me just also point and I painted another BM, okay? Amen. I said, uh, so you want the two of them or you want only one? I said, I want only one. He said, no, take the two. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen, the brother that went, that took me to the house. Are you here? Amen. That took me to pray for him. Yeah. Was the one who drove one of the cars to accompany me, okay? Amen. To, to my house. Jesus. And then I have to drive him back to them and then come Jesus. back again. Jesus. With two new cars in one day. Even though they are not new, but I love them. Yeah. Because I didn't get them from any human being. I got it from God. Am I talking to somebody here? But this is what I did. I identified all the curses that has been placed on my life. And I wrote them down. And I began to burn it with matches. You see? I write it down on paper. And I set fire. And I said, as it is burning, my life is free forever. Am I talking to somebody here? I shall not be the same again. And you are rising to the next level. In the name of Jesus, your life will never be the same.
the same after today. Sometimes you get a curse by hurting people. You step on somebody's toes you don't know. And when you are a leader and you are going to the top, you, you will step on so many toes. So the person cursed you and is working. So you go up, you come down. You go back, you know, you have nothing you are doing is working. You don't understand. My sister, this is the time of prayer. As our mother declared, it is time that you don't just pray, don't just go, no, 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 no. Write down what you want. Do your prayer with action. Sometimes you know this is the problem. Write it down, set fire on it. Amen. Once the paper is burning, begin to speak in tongues. Yeah. I decree that this task is over. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a woman called Nancosi. She, her testimony is shocking. Everybody who has heard that testimony on radio, they get shocked. She came. Her life, everything was not going on. Her business. And then they said she's owing 16 million to the tax people. Are you here? Amen. And everything is done. This is less than two weeks ago. Are you here? Amen. So she came and I said, go and bring a seat. But if you look the way, you look at the way all oh, her cars has been taken, her house has been taken, and the way she's talking, eh? you will not even think she will even get a transportation. So this woman came back. I also, um, I don't even have petrol in my car. Hello? Amen. She brought me 25000 Are you here? I was very shocked. Where did she get the money from? So I prayed for her. Exactly four days later, they called her that she must come with her accountant. But now the offices are closed. They were working in the house or something. You understand? The, the, the boss, that person that called them was working from home, okay? With their computer. So they went to sit down in a meeting. And then now when they checked, they realized that they are the ones owing her, okay? Am I talking to somebody here? God can change your life. This is the prayer I gave her to do. I said, my sister, go home and write down. As me, I've done it. It worked for me, okay? Amen. I also gave her oil, honey, and all those things. My own. I've prepared them, okay? So I gave to her to go and use the bath with them. Do that, do that. But write down. Just think and write down. Anything that you feel that it's something that is repeating, like it keeps coming, okay? Identify it as a curse, all right? Amen. Write it down on paper and set fire into it. Yeah. Once it is you must begin to speak in tongues. Are you here? Amen. She did, and it worked in four days. I see in the spiritual anybody that can hear my voice right now, in the name of Jesus, every curse on your life is cancelled. I pray I release the power to cancel that curse for your life. Listen to me, child of God. This group of people said we will not be the house. We are not permitted to build a house. You see the power of a curse. You may think what you are doing is normal. Okay? Uh, you know, not being married is okay. You know, after all, well, I don't need a man. Uh, as for me, I don't need a man. And you're happy. Everybody needs somebody, okay? 
I, I don't need any woman in my life. That is what you are saying. You don't. Little do you know that it's a curse. Don't be happy about that small life you've been living. You've been living in a two-bedroom house for too long. It's a curse. Change it. Think about it. Say, is it possible that I have to be staying in this place for this long? After I've been working for 15 years? Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. When a child is born, they are born with no strength in their leg, okay? After some time, they begin to crawl. Is it true? After some time, they begin to take steps. When they take the step, their feet, their leg is shaking, right? Yeah. After some time, you see them walking. Yes. After some time, you see the child running. Yes. And after some time, you hear them talking. Amen. Ah. Amen. Child of God, Amen. I speak something. There has to be progress. If you are a child, you have to grow. Today, anybody that is here, I want to challenge you. I want you to see after today if you can practice what I'm telling you and just observe your life after five days. Let's go. Write down things that you think are negative. Get a lighter. Say, in the name of Jesus, as I burn this, I am burning it out of my life. Don't pray without action. Are you here? If you are praying about money, get money and give. Okay? That is your action. If you are praying for a husband, do kindness for a widow or somebody that has been married and lost a husband before. Are you here? Amen. Do it. Just get something. Buy something. Just merely, merely. Give it to somebody. And then that door will open. Are you here with me? Now, I want us to understand two points and then we'll be praying. Are you ready to pray? Amen. We are going to pray. Two points. Number one, there is a high possibility that something is written about you, against you. Now, the person has cursed you with the earth, so as your feet walk on earth, the curse is activated. Not like you're wearing shoes, so it's not activated. No, you walk on this earth. He said, earth, earth. Eight. He said it how many times? Three times. He said, write this about this person. So somebody can just speak words into the atmosphere, okay? And it will affect your business. Just words. Somebody just don't like it. They don't like maybe the way you walk. So just because of that, they cast you. And because demons are busy, they are always looking for a job to do, okay? Satan has no power. The devil has not even one single power. Not one. The only power that was left was the keys of life and death. It was with him. Are you here? Amen. But the Bible said in the book of Colossians chapter 2 that Jesus went down to hate to fight him. He made a show and took back the keys. Amen. So in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus said, all the powers have been given to me. So Jesus took over every power from the devil. He has no power. He's just a smart man. What he does is that he releases his demons and they are looking for something. Something you will say or somebody will say against you. Then they grab it. Okay? And because God is logic. God, in God, everything is logic. If you go wrong, you pay for it. Okay? 
God will forgive you your sins, but you get the consequence. The consequence of your sins will be there. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. You did that sin, but that HIV is there. It's a consequence. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. You committed that treason, but death is waiting. So as for God, he forgives you if you are a child. He doesn't hate you forever. Every time you come to him, forgive me. He forgives you. Are you here? But the consequence of your sin is death. So this is how the devil works. He takes what was written about you or what you said against yourself. And then he uses it. He brings, he manipulates you. He brings stories that will frustrate you. That, that, will, that will change your mindset about yourself. All right? That will change your confession. I am struggling. I am suffering. Why is my life like this? Why are things going on like this? Why is my children not prospering? Why is there nobody going to... You keep saying why, 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 why. Why has a long tail? There's no answer for why. Okay? Because after you give the answer for why, you get another why. If you like, try it. Ask people why. And then after the answer, you will still get another why. After that why, you still get another why. Because why doesn't have an answer. Just stay focused. Be glued to what you believe in. Set your mind on it. Begin to burn all the negative things around you. I'm not talking somebody here. Burn it. Set fire inside. As this fire burns, it is not just paper. That thing you wrote on that paper is burning with a paper. I pray that may God release freedom for everybody that is here. In the mighty name of Jesus, let his power and might drop in your life in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Stand up on your feet. We are going to take three prayer topics. Three. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands and say, My Father, my Father, as I begin to pray, oh God, as I clap my hands, I take out of my life every negativity in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every power of curses in my life tie me down. Oh God, I set myself free. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray.